0: today I have Sophie Pony, Sophia Pony, right? I messed it up right out the gate. (laughs) Hello and welcome to the Shrewd Bay Area Home Buyer Podcast, where we educate and bring clarity to the various aspects of buying a home in the San Francisco Bay Area. Buying or selling a home is a journey that can be complex and inside a variety of emotions. There are always questions, so we're breaking it all down for you. I'm your host, Sharon Bohoman, realtor, seniors real estate specialist, and military relocation professional. My California DRE license number is 01337915. Sophia Pony is an, uh, an insurance agent with Farmers Insurance in Union City, California. She is a woman business owner, you know, so she owns her own office. She's been with Farmers Insurance since 2013, and I brought her on today because insurance is one of those key things that a lot of times people wait until the last minute to think about when they're in a home purchase transaction but it's really one of the first things we need to address as soon as we get into contract so we're going to have a conversation about why it is um, you need to get on it right away and and what it is that buyers need to know about insuring this home that they're about to put Hundreds of thousands of dollars into so, Sophia. Thank you so much for joining me. Yes,
1: you're welcome. Thank you for having me on your podcast. Oh yeah,
0: yeah, (laughs) my new podcast. Yay, Yay. yeah. So the whole objective of this podcast, of course, is to educate buyers. We want people to be able to go into the process with their eyes wide open, and there are many, many different pieces of the puzzle that goes into purchasing a a property. Right, and so insurance is a big piece of that and so that's where we're starting off um so let's start off with just addressing some of the key factors and considerations buyers need to understand about homeowners insurance in general
1: so i think there's you know there's so many different aspects in what um, a, a buyer will look at and one of the things is is reconstruction costs versus their purchase price so, you know, here in the Bay Area, they're going to be spending a couple million normally for um, a home. But well,
0: we won't freak them out in case they're buying right, the right. ones in like the <laughs> 700000 okay. There are still a few of those yes, left Yeah, there, there's
1: some out there, you know, hard finds. <laughs> right. But, um, you know, I guess the biggest thing is the reconstruction cost versus the purchase price right. and wondering why is this so different from what, you know, I'm either getting a loan for or, you know, what I'm shelling out. And... The reconstruction cost is what the insurance will pay when you're, if your home, um, you know, burns down mm-hmm. and that's what it costs to rebuild the home. Okay. So that's going to be labor and that's going to be materials and that's going to be, you know, what it is to all those uh, materials to get out there. Mm-hmm. So to, of course, to build a home, you know, is going to be a lot cheaper than um, the First. prices that we have here right, in the Bay right. Area, so so that's one thing, and and that's a lot of a lot of times that I've even had to explain to my clients, even on renewal basis, you know, it, it does go up, um, but it's it's never the same as what you purchased it for. Okay. So
0: and when buyers are looking at coverage, I mean, what's really included in coverage? I mean, you talked about replacement of the property, but what other things are covered by their homeowner insurance? Yeah. So
1: the first thing that you'll see is um, dwelling coverage, and that's mm-hmm. again the the reconstruction cost of the home. The second thing is personal property. So all your items that are in the house, if you just imagine you turned your house, your home upside down mm-hmm. and everything that kind of fell out. So your clothes, shoes, pots, pans, couches, you know, things like that. That's your personal property. Mm-hmm. Then there's also loss of use. And so if there was a covered claim and you couldn't stay in your home and you had to uh, go stay in a hotel or somewhere, that's where the loss of use would come in. Okay. There's also, um, you know, in the state of California, they give you, it's called um, separate structures. And so some people say, hey, I don't have anything in my backyard or besides my own home. Why do I have to have it? Well, That Department of Insurance, you know, mandates us to, to give you that coverage, whether you have it or not. So if you decide to go build a gazebo in the back, you know, Mm -hmm. now you have that coverage for that. Okay. So there's, or a she shed. Yes, a she shed. (laughs) Yeah. With, you know, we're farmers, right? Right, right. (laughs) No she shed here. I mean, you can still have, we'll (laughs) call it a gazebo. But, (laughs) so there's also, there's, um, you know, your deductibles. And then there's also, you know, good things that you can always look at after. You get your main policy in place, you know, to satisfy your lender. And that's looking at, you know, jewelry and guns and arts and, and, um, things like that. Well, yes, personal liability. Thank you for backing me up. So personal liability is a huge thing that people need to look at because that's, you know, somebody slip trips and falls and wants to sue you. We, we need to make sure that we're adequately Mm -hmm. covered. And that's a thing that I really emphasize on policies because California loves to sue. And, you know, especially with the wildfires that people don't think about, uh, just kind of getting into that coverage a little bit more, is that say your home was burning down and your neighbor is trying to protect his home and he's out with the hose and embers from your house is flying over and burning his house down, or he, you know, somehow has some bodily injury due to those embers, you know, that's where they can come after you. And that's why liability is, is really important on not only... Just make sure you have enough that's covered, but it, you know, it takes care of somebody else. And then the dwelling is for your property. Okay. So that's where some people just don't understand dwelling is for your home. If it burns down, you need coverage for that, then personal liability. So somebody doesn't come and, and try to sue you for anything. Okay. And then everything else, you know, those are usually standard and then everything else is just extra. So there's usually certain limits on um, homeowners policies mm-hmm. for, you know, that nice diamond ring that your husband bought you or, you know, that art that you've had in your family for a while. Okay. So those are great. Um, coverages to look at.
0: Okay, and and I'm gonna kind of jump ahead in my list of questions here. So everything you just shared typically pertains to a single family dwelling. Mm -hmm. Then there are cases where people are buying condominiums or they're buying townhomes or attached dwellings, maybe it's a co-op. What considerations do they need to have in mind if they're buying one of those types of structures?
1: Yeah, so condos um, and even townhouses where they have an HOA, they will have a master policy and that will cover the outside unit of the condo and townhomes and then also common areas so like the hallways outside of your unit the playground or the swing pool and you know whatever they have amenities that they got going on there so for condos you know we call it walls in or studs in policy and that's if uh, if you're purchasing a condo unit you need to make sure that you have coverage for you know your inside unit okay. and there's a, a, a coverage called uh, building coverage and that's basically say you you know caught your kitchen on fire and you need to replace uh, your kitchen and the walls and things like that then that's where you have money to to have the coverage for that okay so you have to just be you know talk to your insurance specialist right, to understand right. what are the coverages you need on a condo um, you know, versus uh, the homeowner's policy or a townhome. Right. Uh The, you know, condos usually call HO6. And mm-hmm. and then the townhomes, you know, depends. If you're purchasing it, then you do need dwelling coverage. Okay. So if if that burns down, you're buying the land and that townhome unit, some purchase that whole, outs- you know, the whole unit, and then you'll need dwelling coverage for that. And mm-hmm. if it's not, if the HOA covers everything outside, you still only, purchase the inside then it's similar to the condo where it's still walls in
0: okay and I mean I, I want you to sort of emphasize what you shared with me offline, okay. the fact that it's important that you speak with an insurance professional who understands the proper type of coverage you need for that type of dwelling because you have talked to people before who did not have adequate coverage right. for a condominium. They basically had coverage that would be adequate for maybe an apartment or for a yeah, renter, like a but not for a homeowner. Right. So,
1: yeah, so that's, you know, yeah. sometimes, you know, when we're closing, we want to just get the cheapest and fastest insurance we can. And you may leave it up to somebody and not really totally understand your policy. And that's why it's great to speak to that insurance mm-hmm. professional who can, you know, really understand what is going on here. Are you purchasing it? And, and, and what is your, you know, do you have a loan against it? Some people right. don't even bother. They just want it in case something happens. And then later on, they pay it off and they really don't need it. But it, you know, for instance, I did have a, you know, a person that was looking for insurance. And when I spoke to him about his current coverage, he didn't have building coverage. And I was really you know, confused and I said, did you purchase this unit or are you renting it? And he says, no, I purchased it for a few years now. And I said, well, you know, what happens if your unit, you, know, you have some kind of damage inside? Mm-hmm. Um, did you want your insurance to pay for it? If it was sudden and accidental. And because he only had personal property and that's that's just like a renter's policy you know where you just only cover your your contents but if you're an owner yeah you need to have some kind of building coverage right because
0: if you're frying a turkey because it happens a lot yeah people burn their houses frying turkeys You burn your kitchen up, I right. mean, if you just have the renter's coverage, all your pots and pans and right. appliances may be recovered, re- right. but you'll still have a burnt up kitchen right. that you'll have to pay out of pocket. To yeah.
1: You. Well, if you have a renter's policy, you'll have liability. So okay. if for one, I'm pretty sure you're not supposed to fry turkeys inside. <laughs> <laughs> People with, with all that oil <laughs> you should never fry turkey inside yeah. always go outside where there's <laughs> right, air because right. you're usually that doing it just on propane like right right <laughs> for people
0: who but, didn't read the instructions yeah we know people so, so if
1: it's that. not your property you are a renter yes that's where your personal liability comes in okay so okay. right so you know say for my you know my office space here. I don't own this office space. I rent here. And if I was frying a turkey inside and (laughs) for whatever reason, and, um, you know, I caught a wall on fire or there, you know, the oil fell over and, you know, made a huge stain, whatever it was, there was, you know, a major cleanup that needed to happen here. And my association or whoever it is came in and said, you know, hey, this is damage to our property. That's where my personal liability most likely would come in. Mm-hmm. You know, usually it's always sudden and accidental. Okay. You know, it is always left to the adjuster to make that determination. Okay. But that's where the personal liability comes in for, you know, anything that you're liable for. Okay. So that's that's good on the renter side. So yeah, so <laughs> the condo <laughs> side and the townhome, you know, again, anything that, you know, if you're doing damage to something that you don't own, if mm-hmm. there was a wall, you know, and in between is the next unit, and I was frying turkey here and my wall burnt down well my building coverage would take care of that. Okay. But now the next door neighbor has damage that's where my personal liability would come in Got to it. take care of their okay. their damages.
0: Okay, no that's that's good too because a lot of people yeah. I think get really confused about insurance coverages. Oh yeah, there's yeah. a lot
1: of coverages to understand <laughs> right. you know who pays for what and how does that work?
0: Right okay and so at what point? during the escrow period, and we may have already talked about this. We were talking before, and so I'm like, did we talk about this online yet? Um, At what point do they need to start having that conversation with their insurance agent when they're in the home buying Yeah, process?
1: I think it's as soon as possible, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So as soon as you find a property that you can really envision yourself in your family that's when you get on the phone with an insurance agent and say, hey, I think I found one I really like okay. and check it out and then let your agent do the work and see, you know, were there any other claims on there before? Mm-hmm. Um, how much would it cost? There's so many other policies that we may need to write along with it. Right. So the real, your realtor may have the best information as far as if it's within a flood zone of course cuz we're in an earthquake country right. we, we should always talk about earthquake insurance yeah. and not wait until your you know your escrow clo- closes and the process happens because you know we never know when that's going to happen exactly. another thing is to understand that you may be purchasing a home in a high, uh, wildfire zone because California is on fire mm-hmm. so you know they are always remapping and putting moratoriums on different areas so there may be you know a house that you really like today and you want to get an insurance quote and you wait a few days and then the next day after that there's a fire nearby mm-hmm. so that may take you out of out of the loop there for a little bit if we can't write any policies right. in those zip codes okay so just like I said as, as soon as you know this is the one just get a quote and that will help understand how that's going to play into your ESR, or whether they're going to pay for it or you may want to Um, Pay for it yourself,
0: right? And it's better to do it earlier than later because you don't want to get past your contingency period and then find out You're not going to be able to get insurance for that property, right? Um, We want to find out as early as possible so that you can make whatever adjustments uh, um, if needed um, Before you know your earnest money deposit is on the line, right?
1: Yeah, Yeah. we don't want to wait too long
0: so with that, I mean, you're being a farmers insurance. You guys do home and you do live and you do auto and, and so forth. So people yes. may already have an auto policy, for example, with you. And often I'll tell people, well, you know, you'll need to get homeowners insurance, and I recommend that they contact their current auto carrier to see if maybe they have a, a bundle or something. Is that a is that a good recommendation? Oh, oh yeah, definitely.
1: Or? You know, everybody wants to save money, and every company you know offers you know bundle deals. And so, yeah, that's, you know, here at Farmers, we, we offer lots of discounts. We offer it on your home side, your auto side. If you have a professional degree, which a lot of people in the Bay Area do, um, you know, we offer certain discounts for that as well. Okay. So it's always best to check and see and, you know, shop around and see what the best thing is for you. But if you really like your agent, you know, they'll go to the bat for you and, and just make sure they can get you everything.
0: Okay. So, is there anything else that you would recommend, you know, people just understand about insurance? Is it really, is it that? simple yet complicated
1: well you know i i like to say because i'm the insurance professional it allows me to make it easy right and you know because i have that knowledge so i don't want you to second guess i just want you to go get that house that you love and mm-hmm. if you have trust and faith and you're and a great relationship with your insurance agent then then you know you're taken care of so you know i just say you know find find a person that you you really connect with that you know is going to do the best job for you um, as far as them coming in and explaining it to you a lot of my clients that have ha- had homes for over 20 years don't understand their coverages they just want to know if this happens what happens and, and how much do I pay is there a deductible and how does that work okay. and but you know for new home buyers um, you know it's I like to break it down a lot of times yeah. because I, I tell them you know especially when I do my reviews with my clients is, is that if your home burned down to the ground today, this is how much it would cost to rebuild. Okay. And so I think that's the most important thing because you can go buy maybe a 1950s Rambler home in San Jose that has a no updates and it, you know has parquet floors and it's still tile you know um, countertops versus maybe if you went to Los Altos and bought a home and it's marble flooring. So we really want to look at what adjustments have been made because I may pull up the home. And, you know, on Redfin, it hasn't been updated for a while mm-hmm. or whatever it was. And and then we don't know, like, what is this? So we want to break it down per square foot to understand, do we have enough to re- reconstruct this home?
0: Got it. So and that's huge. The reconstruction. So will it be basically at the level that the home. So let's say that they purchased the home and it was, you know, still in its original, like, 1985, yeah. you know. Right. Glory. Not a, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah not updated and they you know they had a a catastrophic event Mm -hmm. is the cost to rebuild going to be based on where it was you know yes okay so So. we're not going to be able to do like okay we're going to put Yeah, and And then a
1: gold bidet. Yeah, no, (laughs) it doesn't happen (laughs) like that. So the point to have insurance that you have to remember is that we're going to get you back to where you were. Mm -hmm. So again, if you had that parquet floors and that uh, tile countertops, we're going to get you back up to that level. So that may be, you know, 250 to under $300 per square foot to rebuild. Right. And so a lot of times I tell even my, you know, my current clients is if you've done updates, you know. When you did that or however long ago it was, talk to your contractor. And if he knows the ins and outs of your home, how much would it cost an actual contractor to come in and say, I can rebuild this home for this amount? Okay. And that's where I kind of come in and then I you know, go backwards and I tell you, well, that comes to your dwelling coverage.
0: Okay. So
1: it's all math and formulas and fun stuff like that.
0: Do they need to let you know that ahead of time? So let's say I buy the house, I'm there for a year, and then mm-hmm. I decide to make a bunch of updates, so I bring it up to current standards. Mm-hmm. And I've used some pretty nice materials, right. not highest end, but you know, nice, moderate, right. you know, medium-level stuff. Definitely. Is it to my benefit to let you know, hey, we've made these updates, just so you have it on record? Definitely, yeah. Does that change we- my premium at all?
1: Yes. Okay. No, I mean, these are <laughs> yeah. questions, yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, as, you know, say you bought a home, we closed escrow, and this was, again, that 1950s home, and we based it out at, you know, $250, $300 per square foot. A year later, you've done you know, you've changed everything, it's grounded countertops. You, Yeah, you need to let your insurance agent know that you've made these updates. Maybe mm-hmm. you've even changed everything. You've got a new roof. Um, you've changed the electrical, the heating, the plumbing. All those and a lot of, especially here, I know with farmers, of course, we give you discounts so if you have a new roof you get a, a discount for that all those upgrades of course you're going to get discounts so okay. it's in your benefit and a lot of times it may does those, those discounts may offset your dwelling coverage premium okay. so yeah it's always important to know to let your agent know especially after you've done it that okay. this is what happened and this is what i have and you may need to send documentation okay. but you know that's 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 ensuring your home. To know that if it did burn down, I'm gonna be able to put those granite countertops back in.
0: Right. Okay. I'm gonna throw one other question. Okay. Which, sure? Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, I've bought a house, and you said that there was that that coverage for the uh, you know the other structure. Oh yeah. Is, right? She
1: said. Yeah. But okay. So maybe
0: <laughs> yeah. Maybe there's a gazebo, mm-hmm. and then I decide. You know what? I'm going to put an ADU out here so I can rent it out and get a little bit of an income, you know, on my yeah. property. How, how does that affect your homeowner's insurance at that
1: point? Yeah, so I've had a lot of clients that have done that. Um, so like I said, it's mandatory through Department of Insurance that every insurance carrier here gives you at least 10% of your dwelling coverage for that separate structure whether you have it or not okay so say I have a gazebo but I also built a secondary um, you know additional living unit there for my mother-in-law and I know that I have put top-of-the-line whatever I did it, I have to give the square footage as well to understand what is it gonna cost so in your policy you'll get 10 percent you mm-hmm. can always increase that you can't okay. take it off if you don't have anything but you Got can it. always say I need, okay, my 10% was maybe, you know, 50,000 out of a $500,000 dwelling coverage, right? Okay. So then I'm gonna say, okay, 50,000 is not enough to rebuild my mother-in-law's unit if no. it burned down. I need, you know, 250,000. Then you just pay an additional premium for that. Got it. Okay. So that's how that works, yeah.
0: All right. Quite easy <laughs> on like, my side. <laughs> <laughs> no, all right, well, Thank you so much. Course, you're um, so welcome. You know, this is one of this is one of those afterthoughts, really, for a lot of people when they're buying a home. It's yeah. sort of like we get close to funding, and it's like, oh, we gotta, you know, we gotta turn in the insurance. Right. So I wanted to have this show so that people have it in front of their mind that as soon as they, you know, begin shopping for a home, right. They need to basically reach out to their insurance agent the moment they see that home right that they're gonna write it off
1: loan. Yeah, and what yeah. I tell a lot of my clients is let's just get it in so we can get escrow done really fast. I mean I can get you a quote and we're done and I'll send it over to the to the lender within fifteen minutes with a declaration so you can finish that process. Then after everything's closed, let's come back and let's go do a fine detail mm-hmm. in everything. Especially now that you're moving in and you're gonna have you know all your possessions there and the right. jewelry and everything else that we really need to talk about and get you that correct you know more uh coverage you know that we need to look at
0: yeah, yeah. all right yeah thank you of course you're yeah. so, so welcome thank you again i want to thank sophia pony yes <laughs> farmers uh, insurance i almost yes. said that. Uh, no
1: don't do it you already said she said <laughs> <laughs>
0: in union city yes. thank you so much and um how can people get in contact with
1: you if they have more questions so yeah um farmers insurance you can look me up sophia pony s-o-f-i-a-p-o-n-i a farmers agent um i have a, also a five star rating there yes. and um you can just google me my phone number here is and uh, just get in contact me contact with me and my email is s p o n I at farmersagent.com.
0: Okay, and don't be thrown off by that area code. She is here in the Bay Area. Yes. But as you know with cell phones, we yeah. have area codes from all yeah. over um, right. the place.
1: So Yeah, they, they told me it was gonna be, you know, more towards uh, the bay and who knows what that phone company did. But, <laughs> <laughs> you
0: <know>. right, right. <laughs> but all right. Well thanks again. Yes, yeah.
1: thank you.